Hey, listening friends, I'm your host and coach, Laura Malone. As an entrepreneur and leader, wife and mom, teacher and creator, I am showing up to share possibility with you and help you find vision and wisdom because you deserve to be equipped and released as the hero of your own story. Coaching really does help you change your life. And if you want to know how to guide yourself and others well, I created this podcast just for you. It's a place where you can grab tools, teachings, and ideas for both personal and spiritual growth, as well as entrepreneurship and coaching, if that's your thing. So as you listen in, I pray I can help you create a legacy of impact and really start writing the story of a life you love living. Now let's jump into today's episode. Okay, friends, good day to you. I had a question in the Christian Life Coach Facebook group which you are free to join. It's The link is in the uh, show notes, and I'd love to see you over there. But I had asked if there were any questions that somebody wanted to ask to be shared on the podcast in this series of Becoming a Life Coach. And Lachelle asked the question about, as a Christian coach, how can she show up and coach non-believers? You know, how can Christian faith fit into coaching. And I think everybody has a different flow when it comes to coaching and their faith. It dovetails in multiple ways for different people. So I've got four things that I want to encourage you to consider. First things first, number one, I always recommend praying and determining if God says that your coach calling should be faith-oriented or simply faith-founded. This is kind of like being a Christian singer or a singer who is a Christian, right? Are you singing Christian songs or are you a Christian who sings any, like your songs, any songs, not necessarily just Christian songs, Christian, um, Christian interest songs or worship, you know, that's something that's really specific to each individual, right? I started out as a coach who was a Christian but available to coach people who shared my faith as well as as those who didn't. So I've worked with believers, non-believers, people who used to be Christians and were struggling with their faith, questioning things my entire adult life with everybody. And I've actually had a very easy time doing it. I'm, I'm fine being in both spaces. I felt God has blessed me in coaching believers and non-believers. So But when it came time for me to decide who I was going to coach at the time I pivoted and started coaching coaches more seriously, I had to really pray and see where God wanted me to go with my content and coaching offers. So you have to go to God and see what he is giving you direction to because he's the one that ultimately gives you what you have to pour out. He's the one, you know, Holy Spirit's going to be with you as you share what you have to say, as you're nurturing your audience. And God knows who you're called to, who your niche is. And that's the the people that you're called to in the way that you serve them, right? And number two is you have to think about who do you want to work with? Some of you are going to say, I don't want to work with non-believers. I only want to work with Christians for whatever your reasons are whatever it is, doesn't matter. That's yours. And that's for you to do. And I would just say, make sure it lines up with what God has for you. You don't want to say, this is what I want, 
But what God's telling you to do is something different and you you miss what he has for you, right? If you say, I only want to work with Christians, but God is saying, I want non-believers to hear what you have to say. I want them to be blessed by what I have to give and give you and pour out through you. You don't want to miss that. Likewise, if you say, I want to work with everybody and God's saying, I want you to go specific and work with believers because of what I have to give you to pour out into them, you don't want to miss out on that either. So you really want to know what is God saying and take into consider who you want to work with. I thought, who could I work with for a very long time? I say a minimum of two to three years. And in that whole time, really be myself authentically in the midst of coaching and sharing and content creation and building my business. I had to say to myself, who wants what I have to offer if I'm showing up as all that I am, my personality, my faith, my experiences, what I want to talk about, what I don't want to talk about, and then pouring out everything that I personally have. Who wants that? The answer turned out to be helping hearted Christians who want coaching for their personal and professional lives, right? So they want help discerning their calling as a coach, guidance as they become entrepreneurs, life coaching as they grow personally, spiritual coaching as they pursue God, and creative futuristic possibility coaching that helps them see what could be that inspires them and gives them hope in their calling. Then I needed to hone all of that into consumable content that these people would want to he- want and need to hear. So could I have kept my faith and scripture and prayer out of all of my content and my coaching? Sure, and I could have been really good at it. But ultimately, it landed on these two things. One, I want to serve people I can really identify with and help because of my own personal journey. And two, I believe God was leading me this way as well. But if God had led me to speak to the world around me without faith in my language, I would have, and he would have made it fruitful. So number one, pray and ask God, is faith part of who I am as a coach personally, or is faith part of the external version of my coaching business, my offers, my language, my content? And number two, Who do you want to work with? Do you have somebody in mind that you really specifically feel called to, you have a heart for, and who are they? Are they believers or not, right? And number three, you need to know if you're willing to walk this direction for a prolonged period of time, and it's sustainable to who you are and how you desire to show up. So for a minimum of the next two to three years of your life, are you willing and committed to speaking to this group of people in this way, either including faith or excluding faith in your language. Is that part of who you're going to be sustainable for this next few years as you develop and cultivate your calling as a coach and everything that you need to be able to produce to nurture your ideal audience and grow your business? Number four, you have to determine how much of your language in content creation will be faith-based if you're going to bring faith into your content and your coaching. And you need to know, like, who is your ideal audience? Are they believers? Because if they are, you obviously have a little more wiggle room with what you're going to say. But if it's mixed or you don't 
really speak about your faith, then your content needs to be more general. Even if you are building your business founded on the Word of God and Holy Spirit-led biblical principles, and then while you're coaching them, you can always ask if they're comfortable with prayer or scriptures being involved. And it really depends on how you personally feel led to move in and out of the topic in your in your coaching. Some coaches don't put faith in their content at all, and you don't actually know that they're Christians until you get to coaching with them, and maybe they share a little bit about them. Maybe there's only a little bit of faith sprinkled into their content. Maybe they're more general. I'm going to be pretty serious about this here and say, don't judge them. If you feel like you need to be full out there with your faith as a coach and as an entrepreneur, good for you. Go do you. You do yours. But don't judge other people for doing what they feel called to do, what they feel God's led them to do. Be careful that you don't move into judgment. Because if you step into judgment, what you judge will become what you're judged by. And I I caution you to let others be and leave them alone. Take care of yourself. Be responsible for what you're responsible for. That's your walk with God, not somebody else's, okay? Sorry, just a little mama bear, but it's a thing that pops up. And I just want to give you encouragement that it is possible for you to do what you're called to do and not worry about other people doing what they're called to do when it doesn't look like what you're called to do. That's okay. That's normal. You should expect it, right? So I've coached non-believers and it's gone great. There's really fantastic people out there who don't believe in Jesus, and I love them. <laughs> so I also think of John Maxwell or any number of teachers out there that impact the world with wisdom that is directly from the word, but is contextualized to anybody, but they're not using Christianese language or quoting scripture. The whole world would benefit more if we actually, as Christians, just talked to normal sometimes. So talk to non-believers in their coaching realm, the way you would talk to the cashier at the grocery store versus how you would talk to people at church. With no judgment, no, just a safe space. We're just being regular. You're just being you, I'm being me, right? Here's Here's the way you can tell. For you, if you would talk to anybody at the grocery store about the Lord, regardless of whether you've met them before, regardless, if you were going to talk to them at the grocery store the way you're going to talk to people at the church, you might want to consider going ahead and just making faith one of your content pillars. That I say that um, in building your business, the foundation for a Christian is always built on your faith in Jesus and relationship with him, right? But that's not same as a, the same as a content pillar. So the foundation of faith can be in your business and not necessarily in your content. So if you're the kind of person that would naturally, that's going to come out of you, it's going to be not sustainable for you to hold all of that back for the next two to three years, trying to reach everybody and not focusing in on the ideal audience of people who are Christians. And I think that if you would just take that into consideration now, you might save yourself a lot of time because if that has to be part of you, then let it be part of you. That's okay. 
If you get worried that you're going to exclude people, don't don't worry about it. You're supposed to talk to the right people. God's going to bring the right people to be coached by you. They're going to come along. And if there are non-believers who need to hear what you say, let Holy Spirit lead them there. Don't control and manipulate anything and try to be non-exclusive simply for the fact that you're afraid of leaving people out. There's other people that are out there in the world can can speak to those people. And if God says that they need what you have, he'll bring them to you. So you don't have to worry about that. Just relax if that gets in the way and gets kind of messy. So if you um, talk, well, I'm going to say you can be a great coach and a Christian and never talk about God in your content or your offers or your coaching. And then someday you can still offer to pray for your one of your coaches if you feel led to. It doesn't mean you never bring it in. And you can ask a client if they want faith to be part of their coaching experience with you at any time. This is yours. You can do whatever you want. So this has happened sometimes when I would find that my client, who I'm not offering everything in a specifically Christian direction, right? But then I would hear a client talk about their faith or open the door themselves to the topic or ask a question that invited the topic to be brought up. Then if I find that we share a commonality in faith, I would ask if they want to invite God into our coaching conversation and just see where it goes, right? So you don't necessarily have to have it in your content and your language, but then you are free to do whatever you want because by the way, you're a coachpreneur. This is your business. You can do what you want. You can add it in your coaching and bring it up when you feel led to bring it up. Let the, let the client lead you down the path that they want to take. And just always ask questions to make sure that if you're introducing it during your coaching sessions, just make sure you're asking questions that um, let the client lead uh, most of the time, okay? Ask them, are you comfortable with me praying? Don't just pray for them. Because you guys are listening to me. My clients know that I'm a Christian and I offer Christian language, content, faith-based, Holy Spirit-led direction in my coaching. So you expect it from me. It's part of the agreement and the contract that I'm praying for you as my listeners and as my coaches and as my clients. So you can expect it. I'm not going to ask you for permission because you've already given me permission because you know who I am because I put it full out there, right? But if you don't put it full out there and then you get somebody in a coaching situation with you, you need to ask permission and you need to ask a lot of questions that they give their yes to. That's the way I would encourage you to do it, okay? So what do you think for yourself? You can um, always start out with with no faith involved and sprinkle it in or would you you know maybe even you pivot down the road and add it in fully if you niche down more or determine that your ideal audience is made of believers i would say that i think it's probably harder to start out as a christian coach who shares content that is fully faith-based and then try to widen the door and invite non-believers in when you already have a lot of content out there with faith language in it but it would probably be easier to start out simply coaching with no faith language, creating content for a wider audience, and then at one point niche down more as you find your fit personally. 
you figure out more about who you want to work with, and how you find yourself naturally speaking when you're creating content to nourish your audience. Then you can add faith and scripture and prayer into things as you feel led, and your audience will gradually change with you. We're going to talk a lot about this in the uh, Call to Coach Creative Mastermind, so if you're not on there, get on the wait list for it over at sterlingandstonementoring.com under the Good Things tab, or just grab the link in the show notes. And as a recap, I'm just going to say, what about faith? How does it fit into my coaching? Number one, go to God. Ask him what he says. Number two, what do you say about who you want to work with? Number three, what decision is sustainable for you of who you're going to authentically show up as for the next two to three years? And number four, how much language will you use in your content creation and coaching conversations? These are the four things I suggest you start really thinking about and praying into. All right, friends, I hope that this has blessed you and answered this question. Thanks to Lachelle for asking that again over in the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. I'll talk to you guys soon, and remember that God has really good plans for you. And tomorrow is a new day with new mercies, so lean in and let Him lead you. I so appreciate you as a listener. And if you are looking for a community of like-hearted believers who love all things coaching, be sure to jump into the Christian Life Coach Collective Facebook group. Do you think you might be called to become a certified Sterling and Stone Life Coach? We'll learn more about the Greenhouse course where you can get trained in just 10 weeks to start building the foundation of your coaching practice. All the links you need are in the show notes. Happy story making.